0: You are listening to the PBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Your host here, Eve Vanderbilt, with his trusted canine co-host, Woody, where we bring it to you raw, unfiltered, with no chaser. All right, we're going to get right to this. Yes, yes, yes. If you are watching this on the video platform, it's casual day here at the PBL studios. So, uh, and, yes, it is a Disney shirt. So. You guys are just going to have to deal with it if you hate Disney. Anyway, I want to get into what I've been talking about this weekend. If you have been following me on social media this weekend, specifically on Twitter, uh, you'll know this topic I'm about to talk about. Now, I am also on Telegram now, and I'm going to start putting all of my show notes on Telegram. There'll be a link to it in the show notes. Uh, and what I do normally in my show notes is I give you links to all the stories that I refer uh, or I reference. And I'm going to continue to do that, but I'm going to continue to do it through Telegram. So please do, if you're not on Telegram, download the app, uh, subscribe to my channel. I just started it this weekend, and it's just going to be a great place where I can post all of these items that I talk about, and you can read those articles in depth yourself. But today, what we're going to talk about is House Resolution 1. This is the scariest legislation I think I have ever read. Now, I'm not, I don't, you know, follow this stuff uh, judiciously. I'm not a lawyer. I'm, I'm, I talk about politics. I talk about the media. And I, I just, I eat, breathe and sleep this stuff. And when I saw this, I was like, Holy crap. Here it is. I'm going to give it to you in a thumbnail uh, and talk about it throughout. Um, It's House Resolution 1, and it's called For the People Act of 2021. Now, if that doesn't send a chill up your spine, I don't know what will, because politicians like to wrap this draconian legislation in these wonderful, wistful titles, For the People Act of 2021. Oh, it's for the people. I mean, come on. How could it be bad? It's got it in the title. It's like when they say Antifa. How can Antifa be bad? In their, their name is anti-fascist. Nobody likes fascism, except Antifa is communism. They're communist, So they're, they're the communists fighting the fascists. So they're just as bad as whoever they're fighting. They're just as bad as the fascists. But they wrap it in these names so people get sucked in. And For the People Act, how, I mean, that sounds glorious. Actually, it sounds dystopian to me. It sounds communistic to me, for the people. It sounds like, yeah, comrade, it's for the people, comrade. Or it's like Big Brotherish. It's creepy. Uh, this is sponsored by John Sarbanes uh, out of Maryland. It was introduced on 1-4 of 2021. Now, in a nutshell, what this, at, this will do, this legislation hr1 it'll be in the show notes it'll be on the te- it's on my telegram already what it will do is it will ensure democrat victory in elections forever what you saw in the 2020 election will become canon to the election process this is a grab from the federal government of states elections Period. End of story. Now, if you want that, if you're okay with that, then woohoo, this legislation is for you. But this legislation will ensure Democrat victory across the board. Uh, If you want Dropbox for mail-in ballots, done. It's in there. It's going to be permanent. Uh, Mail-in ballots, by the way, done. Going to be permanent. Uh, uh, look at uh, uh, registration. Automatic registration done. Going to be permanent. Hey, they're going to even allow 16-year-olds to register. And hey, they're not going to let them vote until 18 yet. But done. It's in this legislation. I mean, there and there's even a provision in this legislation that presidential candidates will have to show their income tax forms. Where do you think that came from? This legislation, ladies and gentlemen, if passed, is the biggest power grab that I can think of. And I've asked, I've asked people, if you know history, I mean, I love history. I know a lot of history. I'm not complete in my knowledge of history. So I reached out to others. If you know a time in American history where the Democrats tried to take this kind of power, please, please let me know. I know FDR tried to stack the courts. He failed. FDR is the one that I can think of that tried to do stuff like this through the courts and failed. And why did he fail? Because at that time, Democrats weren't as far to the left as they are now. They weren't full-bore communists. Yes, I said it, communists like they are now. Now, here's the scary part, and I'm going to go through this. I'm going to go through some of this legislation, but here's the scary part. The scary part is it will pass. Yeah, that's the scary part. Now, I, I, know, I, know, I know people go, no, 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 we got to fight back. Well, It can't pass. Well, it, it shouldn't pass. It should die a death like right now. This should be laughed out of the existence, but it's going to pass. And the reason it's going to pass is because we allowed the Democrats to get control of the Senate. Yes, I said we. We deserve the government we get. Yeah, you and I, we didn't vote for this crap. But we're going to get it. Your neighbors may have. Now, I say also that with the, with the full-on knowledge and the belief that, yes, there was fraud in this election. Yes, I believe the election was stolen. That's probably going to get me deplatformed somewhere because I said that because you, you, that, that's what's happening right now. But this bill will pass because we have allowed the Democrats to get control of the Senate. They don't need a supermajority in the Senate. They just need 50 plus one. The Senate right now is 50 Democrat, 50 Republican. Now, in that Republican, you have Collins of Maine. You got Romney of Utah. You got Murkowski in Alaska who are all horrible Republicans. They're wishy-washy as wishy-washy gets. They would probably vote for this crap. So it's done. It's over. The House will put pass it. Uh, the Senate will ratify it. It'll go to the president's desk, who is Joe Biden, who won't know what he's signing. Did you hear, by the way, over the weekend? Or you know, all these there was a lot of videos going out. Uh, on, he wasn't working on the weekend, by the way. Uh, but anyway, I guess it was either Thursday or Friday? He was signing all those executive orders, and he signed one, and he and he looked at the staffer and go, "What am I? Si- I don't even know what I'm signing here." That's your president of the United States. I don't even know what I'm signing here. He will sign it. So they have a perfect storm to pass this legislation they have an absolute perfect storm let's get into some of this stuff again it's house resolution one it is the um for the people act of 2021 again that's chilling that's just chilling. So here, uh, a Gateway Pundit is caught this, and, and you're starting to see more and more media outlets talking about this. Uh, I mean, I, I got to tell you, I was I was putting it out on Twitter, and I had one Yahoo who basically said, no, this isn't bad, and he proclaimed to be a conservative. And I'm like, okay, well, if you want dro- uh, Dropbox ballots, if you want mail-in ballots, if you want all this, then it's good. It's the right bill for you. And he blocked me because he's a coward because people don't want to understand it. They don't, want they, to, they don't want to understand how uncomfortable things are right now now. They don't want to feel that this is that, that bad, that we are heading down to Big Brother 1984. And by the way, I don't believe that we'll ever get to the point where it'll be dystopian, like in the movie 1984, or the, even the novel. But I think what we're heading down is a path like China. In fact, we're, we're accelerating towards what's going on in China. And what's going on in China is the government just controls everything. I mean, they control everything that people do. People have a, their freedom. They can go around, but, you know, there's cameras everywhere. There's facial recognition everywhere. You are assigned a social score. That that dictates where you go in life in China. So if you have a low social score, conservatives, uh, you're, you're going to be the bottom end, man. You're going to be out there. You're the one working in the wet markets. You're not going to get the high-paying job because your social score – dictated by the government says yeah you're a loser now here in america i know what some people say well you know that's our credit score you know you can have a lousy credit score and still succeed in this country you can't in china if you have a lousy social score but i digress i'll save that for another show um so let's go through parts of this and i'm going to use this article from pj or i'm sorry not pj media gateway pundit and then you know you can go decide for yourself i'll I'll put in my telegram there's a link to house resolution one i'm going to put another one i'll put a link to this gateway pundit and if you're listening to this on itunes apple itunes in the show note you'll see that link Internet-only registration with electronic signature submission. What could possibly go wrong? Internet-only registration. So people are going to register on the Internet with an electronic signature submission. <sighs> so right there, that's the opening door for the Democrats doing whatever they want. They just fill the roles. And by the way, this, this bill Is only an avenue. It's only a means. It's not the end. It's a means to the end, because if they get their way, they won't need this anymore. I'll explain later. Uh, Number two, banning the requirement to provide a full Social Security number for voter registration. That's right. You, You don't have to identify who you are. No Social Security number needed. Just the last four digits. That's it. Yeah, no room for fraud there. Uh, nationwide motor voter registration, so they're gonna make re- voter registration easy. Sixteen-year-olds required to be registered to vote. Why is that important? E, you know, it doesn't, they're not gonna allow sixteen-year-olds to vote. You know, They'll still be eighteen. But why? Then why? Why E? That doesn't matter. Come on. That's a good thing, right? No, it's not. But by the way, it says required to register vote. Just like, you know, males are required to register for the draft, right? Or whatever they call it nowadays. What this does is this identifies those 16 year olds. It puts them on a list. And it also greases the skid because, remember, the Democrats have said they want to lower the voting age to 16. It greases the skids for that as well. So this is not a good thing. It's not a good thing. Why would we require our 16-year-olds to to register to vote? Get it required. That said required to vote. You know, in Australia, it's required to vote it's required, I said required register to vote. In Australia, it's required to vote and they still can't get 100% of the people voting, by the way. They still have a lower percentage than we saw in this last election. Suspect, isn't it? And number five, nationwide same day registration. So the, the elections today, I haven't registered. I go to the poll, the booth, I register. Well, What do you think is going to happen? What's going to happen is what happened in these uh, counties or these states that had same day registration in this last election is there's a massive influx of people registering on the day to vote and they were all for Biden. What do you think happened there? Would No Trump voters come out and register the same day. So same day registration is also a bad idea. I mean, I'm all for everybody being able to vote. Everybody should be. Everybody is allowed to vote in this country. But there's got to be some kind of safety net. There's got to be some kind of process to prevent all this fraud that we saw in 2020 uh here grant 25 million dollars for using minors in election activities see you start brainwashing them ahead of time uh more children voters that's what they're heading for uh, prohibit attempts to clean voter rolls of non-residents see this was a big deal in this last election in this last election um they, well actually let's go back to uh 2018 when we had the governor election, the gubernatorial election here in the state of Georgia. In that election, Brian Kemp, the current sitting governor of the state of Georgia, which will probably not be the current sitting governor in uh, 2022, but anyway, I digress, um, was was called out and told that he was suppressing the vote and that he was taking uh, people of color, as they say, black and brown people or brown people off the voter rolls. When what he did when he was secretary of state was he purged the – he cleaned up the voter rolls because there is a law in the books in the state of Georgia that states pretty much that if there's inactivity and you know, the person moves out, then um, you, 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 you purge them. And that's exactly what he did. And he was called uh, – he, he was told that he was suppressing the votes. He was suppressing the vote of minorities. This prevents any of that from a federal level, not from a state level. So the states have no choice. It prohibits attempts to clean voter rolls of non-residents, meaning they can use those voter rolls of non-residents. Murderers and rapists can vote. That's right. If you're a felon, you'll get your vote back. Uh, Mandatory early voting. I hate early voting. I know a lot of people like early voting. I despise early voting. In fact, I never vote early. I have not, I don't think I once, maybe once, long, long time ago, but in re- memory, I can't even think of a time I voted or I despise early voting. I feel it is uh, our duty to vote on the day the election is set forth via the constitution of the united states period end of story and it's set forth for the presidential election every four years the uh what is the second tuesday of the month but 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 we've allowed this early voting and what happens in early voting it and it happened in this election uh all kind of people voted for biden and then all kind of stuff came out the hunter biden stuff came out so you've got are these people like, well, I already voted, and all this stuff comes out. Now, some states have a remedy for that where you can change your vote, but most people don't do it. Early, mandatory early voting, all that does, all that does is help the Democrats pad the rolls again. Uh, and, and then there's one. This is the one, uh, number 11 here, nationwide vote by mail ban on ballot protection measures legalize limitless ballot harvesting nationwide vote by vote by mail is why we are in this situation we are in it is how the democrats effectively stole this election using vote by mail they sent so many ballots in now you go back to the 2020 election on november four either one or three in the morning and you saw these huge spikes in votes for Biden. Those were all ballot dumps. Remember, you know about this. You saw the graph. So all of these vote-by-mail things boom, came in. They made that sound, by the way. And the next thing you know, Biden, Trump was winning, and Biden soared. And they all so- they all had the same percentage, which was very odd. Now, the problem here is... You know, you've got to match those vote-by-mails into the system, you know, using the electronic system that we're using from the company Dominion. Uh, you've got to match them. So they're in the system. So now you got to produce the ballots to match the system. Uh, is Was there fraud? I don't know i'd like to see some evidence i'd like to see you know because it sure looks bad sure looks like that happened but i'm not going to make that allegation because you know dominion's suing people left and right not that they'll sue little old me because they're not hearing me but they're suing rudy giuliani now for 1.3 billion dollars they're suing Sidney powell for 1.3 billion dollars it'll be curious to see what happens with those but vote by mail is the reason we are in this mess that's why the democrats want this uh they want they want To be able to pad any election they want. Uh, They want to prohibit identification requirement as condition of obtaining a ballot. Uh, Here's where it says a state may not require an individual to provide any form of identification as a condition of obtaining an absentee ballot except that nothing in this paragraph may be construed to prevent a state from acquiring a signature of the individual or similar affirmation as a condition of obtaining an absentee ballot i mean is that language all over the place or what now there's a reason that language is all over the place because they're just this gives them wiggle room so they can fight this see this is why they do this This is why they write it like this they write it like this for a reason it's written to confuse it's written to be to mean, be nonsensical so they can go and clean it up later or they can argue that one point at one point, state may not require an individual to provide any form of identification. Now, as this is written, some states, they, they, they don't have to. If you don't, there, there'll be no requirement for state ID. There'll be no requirement for individual ID. But if the state wants to still require it, it can. That's how this is written. So several states, the Democrat-run states right now, will not require it. And then now, here's the thing, too, is states will then be pressured to not require ID. Now how does the government, how does a federal government pressure a state? I've used this analogy before and it's, it, it's an effective analogy. It's the HOV analogy. You're, you're running a state. You need money for infrastructure. Your roads are crumbling. You need money for roads. So the federal government comes along. They, they have this big pile of cash. They put it on a the table. They push it to you. you go here. Would you like this money for your infrastructure, for your roads? the state goes well yeah i mean we need that money our roads are in in shambles people are complaining yes thank you mr federal government big brother government and the fellow goes oh but there's one catch there's one catch <laughs> okay and and and, and it just you know it's not a big deal but yeah we'll give you this big pile of money they push it an inch closer but you gotta have hov lanes State government goes, Well, wait, well, big brother government, um, a big federal government, I, you know, HOV lanes are people don't like them, they haven't really been proven to be effective. Okay, well, that's cool. Well, let's just take this money back and big brother government pulls the money back, and then state goes, no, 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 wait, 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 okay, 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 okay. Tell you what, I really need the cash, so we'll put in HOV lanes. So who who doesn't believe the federal government would do that with voter IDs? Hey, Mr. State Governor and state legislatures we got all this money to help you with uh, whatever you want to help in your, your your state you know we got this election coming up here's a big pile of cash well thank you big brother federal government that big pile of cash is going to come in quite handy in helping our state uh so thank you oh i think mean, government goes what there's a catch wait a minute we got one caveat for this big pile of cash they push it an inch closer well, what is that state government says well You know, this whole state ID requirement thing for voting, we'd like you not to require it. Well, well, we can't ensure a safe election if we do that. I mean, we can't ensure accuracy. There could be fraud. Yeah, I get you. I get what you're saying. All right, that's fine. We'll just take this money back. Whoa, state government says. So all we have to do is say, no, we're not require ID. That's it. And here's this big pile of cash is yours to spend you don't think that's going to happen yeah then you're a fool i'm sorry that is exactly what's going to happen because that is exactly what government does federal government does now there's so much more in here i'm going to get into this in other shows and subsequent shows because there is so much in this bill uh road work for dc statehood i haven't seen in uh if there's road work for puerto rico yet but i haven't read the whole thing i'm still skimming through it. Uh, so there's finally d c statehood uh, territorial voting rights uh, restrict oh redistricting reform that one's a good one section e that one I could do a whole show on what section E is redistricting reform is basically the federal government dictating how congressional districts are drawn so no longer you know everyone complains about gerrymandering. Okay, everyone complains about gerrymandering, but it's done at a state level. And if you don't know what gerrymandering is, it's where, you know, if you ever wondered why in your state, if you looked at some congressional districts, how they're cut really funny. Like a great example is District 6 here where I live in the state of Georgia. It's like I live in a city that's on the way other side of uh, Atlanta. But yet, on that other side of Atlanta is the same congressional district. It's like this big, long line at the top of the city, right? At the top of Atlanta metropolitan area. And because, you know, people, state legislatures have come in and said, hey, well, you know, if we cut it a little bit right here, it'll help the Republicans. If we cut it a little bit right here, it'll help the Democrats. So they've been gerrymandering forever. And that on a state level. So what this redistrict, redistricting, I'll get that word out, reform does in house resolution one is it gives it to the federal government there is so much in this bill that everyone should be scared shitless i'm sorry this is the biggest power grab of the federal governments to the state's that i know of there there may be others and if there's a historian listen i want to talk to you i really do i mean i want to see i want to i want to i want to read about what happened then did we fix it did we overcome it did we prevent it because what's going to happen now is the democrat party will pass this and they will get it passed it's going to pass i'm sorry it's i I wish i could sit here and tell you it's not going to pass but they 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 have the control in the House of Representatives. Uh, there are no no uh, Democrats with a spine who will go against Nancy Pelosi. There are none. There are none. And they will, uh, it, it maybe uh, the, that Tulsi, the, the Congress critter from Hawaii, maybe she'll be the only one on the Democrat side. She's the only one I can think of. Uh, there will be no Democrat in the Senate that would go against this, even Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin is a sellout and will go. he'll toe the party line for the Democrats. In fact, there will probably be a few Republican senators that will vote for this, i.e. Mitt Romney, Susan Collins, Murkowski up in Alaska, but there will be no Democrat senator vote against this, not one. So they have the numbers in the House, and they have the Senate. And let's say... Uh, those spineless Republican senators toe the line and say, no, vote on this. You got a 50-50 split. In comes Kamala Harris. Done. This is going to the president's desk for signature to become law. And then it'll become law. Oh, but now, now, e, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. You're saying the Supreme Court will intervene because... This is against the Constitution of the United States of America, and it is. This bill is very unconstitutional. In the Constitution of the United States of America, the power of how we do elections, presidential elections, specifically, is rested with the state legislatures. So it'll go to court. You're absolutely right about that. But the Democrats, they know this. This is why you haven't heard about this. If you haven't heard, if you if you weren't lit watching any of my me, social media on the weekend, if you weren't uh, uh, looking at my Twitter, what I was doing, chances are you are now for the first time hearing about House Resolution One, because the De- the Democrats know this. They know that ignorance is bliss, and they don't want people knowing about this because what they, this isn't. This is now in. It's you know it was it was put out for January fourth. So now what they need to do is they need to stack the Supreme Court. Now, it'll be curious to see if they try to push this through before or after they do that. But if they have this re- Supreme Court, they don't have to worry about all this nonsense anymore. So here is why they're laying – This is this is just the means to an end. They are laying the groundwork to amend the Constitution of the United States of America. And this is their avenue because if they can – ensure election wins for their party they will get to the two-thirds they need in the in the senate and the state legislatures and yes they will be going after the state legislatures their first goal is the stat, is they're, they're going to stack the courts they're going to stack the senate They need two-thirds in the Senate. Then their next goal is going to be state legislatures. They will be using what's in this bill to win enough elections to get two-thirds. And once they get two-thirds, Constitution is gone. It's done. It's over. That's what you need to amend the Constitution. You need two-thirds. And they don't have that right now. That's why they're so angry. They'll still be angry, even when they get to two thirds. Th- what I'm seeing the Democrats do right now is the most frightening thing I could ever imagine. It almost makes me wish, almost, that I too was ignorant to all of this happening, because I hate seeing it. I hate watching it. I see what they're doing. It's plain as day, and I wish more people would see it. So let's let's talk about what can you do? That's the that's the that's the question. What? can we do? We can make noise. There's no doubt. We need to make noise, by the way. We need to get as many people in the Democrat who vote Democrat. I won't say Democrat party. Let's say they're a liberal. Now, I've often said there there are no liberals in politics anymore. There's not. But there are liberals who vote for leftists. Those liberals are useful idiots. We need to get them off that that plantation of being a useful idiot. We need to get Democrat voters to understand what it is that they're voting for, who they are voting for. They are voting for their own demise, and they don't even see it. Their way of life will be over. Now, if you like this, if you are happy about the leftist policies and how they are running the nation and how they're going to run the nation, then by all means – don't be a part of this. Don't be a part of trying to convince people this is bad because you like it. But if you want higher gas prices, that's going to happen. You know, Biden just signed an executive order shutting down the XL pipeline. Your gas prices went up. Did you see it? If you want that, great, you got it. If you want men in women's sports, you got it. Remember, he—you probably saw it. If you he didn't, he signed another—he signed an executive order that basically stripped any of those provisions away to prevent transgender men from competing in women's sports. Men are stronger than women, people. It's science. It really is. Uh, if you want all that, you got it. You, you know, he's a leftist utopia. He doesn't even know what he's signing, though. I mean, he says, I don't know. What am I signing right here? I don't even know what I'm signing. You got it. And so if you want all that crap, more power to you, but it'll destroy the nation. It'll bankrupt the country. It'll give China more power. We will drop as a nation. We'll continue to exist uh, uh, for now. But it will just continue to drop down. Remember, it goes to the life cycles of democracy. We have one foot coming out of apathy, one foot planted in dependence. That foot that's coming out of apathy, as it steps forward, it steps forward into bondage. That's what you want for your nation. This is the bill for you because, ladies and gentlemen, this is the biggest power grab of states' rights by the federal government that I know of in recent history. And the scary part is they've got the votes to pass this. That's the scary part. All right, well, now that I've completely been a Debbie Downer and uh, brought a hammer down on freedom— uh let's hit it some more. <laughs> How about this uh from the CDC? Requirement for proof of negative COVID-19 test or recovery from COVID-19 for all air passengers arriving in the United States. So, yes, your COVID papers, please. This is also happening. So if you are traveling, all right, let's say you're gonna travel abroad when you come back, you're gonna have to show your COVID-19, your negative COVID 19 test. And then you're going to have to quarantine for a couple of weeks, too, before you can do anything. Yeah, that's coming. You wait for it because here you go. Uh, And, you know, if you want to get the vaccine, that's great. But this article from the New York Post, Californian dies hours after getting COVID-19 vaccine prompting probe. And you know what? This is the part. Here's a part that is the scariest part in the article. And it is, there was no indication which vaccine the person had been given. So with all these vaccines out there, I think there were three, they don't know which one this person got and this person died. Yeah, you will be made. You will, be com- you will comply. Yes, you will. And you do not have a choice. Because the president that you elected, I know, not you, not me, but unfortunately our fellow Americans allowed it to happen. Yes, even with fraud. We allowed it to happen. How many people have you seen or you spoken with that have said, you know, there was no fraud. You Stop with that fraud nonsense. This is a fair election. You see it in the media all the time. How many people have you kind of backed away from having this conversation about because you know they're going to hit you over the head with it was a fair election. There is no evidence of fraud. But they elected this guy. They, they wanted him. This is from PJ Media. How about this headline? We're going to see this headline a lot. It's happening already. Joe Biden calls a lid four days into presidency. That's right. So this guy who just got elected president of the United States on hope, <laughs> I know, hope he changed, right? Actually, on unity, because orange man bad, uh, he's already, already four days into his presidency is calling a lid, and you got all these useful idiots uh, out in the media saying it's so refreshing to have a president who works through the weekend and doesn't go golfing. He was napping. He put a li- He called a lid. You know what? If you don't remember what a lid is, it means no more um, appearances by the candidate and/or, in this case, the president. So there you go. This is going to be good stuff, right? All right, a couple of other stories. Real quick, I'm going to wrap it up because I am going to give you a positive one. One story is this, fat but healthy is a myth. New research on weight and heart health concludes. Uh, Beauty may be in the eye of the beholder, but when it comes to health, a new study finds excess fat is never in fashion. Researchers with the European Society of Cardiology say the idea of being fat and healthy is a myth. They say the theory that staying active can counteract the negative effects of obesity is false, and even overweight people will, who exercise still suffer from poor or health. Ladies and gentlemen, it's true. If you're overweight, it's not good for you. Anybody, anybody who does a mediocre of research would know that. If you have belly fat, and most men after a certain age do, that leads to cardiovascular attack that leads to uh poor cardiovascular it leads to heart attacks you get rid of it get rid of it we all we all should be trying to keep ourselves healthy because we got one hell of a fight ahead of us and we need to stay healthy so uh if you've been working uh, are you thinking about losing those few pounds myself included there's some motivation fat is not fit Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. And, you know, I say this because we've seen the media try to paint this picture of fat is like the beautiful fat. You don't shame the person because they're fat. No one should be shamed, by the way, because they're fat. Don't get me wrong. But don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining by saying uh, fat is fit. It's not. Here is the good news, though, and it has nothing to do with weight. Although uh, House Resolution 1 is an incredible an incredible program for weight loss because it will usher in socialism and what better program has ever existed in the history of the world than socialism that helps you lose weight. Of course, if you're in the elite power structure of that socialism, you'll be fat. Look at Maduro down in Venezuela. He's fat. His people have lost an average of like 25 pounds. Here's the good news of the day. Nothing to do with weight. Nothing to do with socialism. Nothing to do with government. All to do with karma. Karma. Katie Couric is in the news, Katie Couric was destined to replace uh, Alex Trebek on Jeopardy, which is a horrible decision. I mean, a smug little bitch. She's horrible in the role. Sorry if, if you got people listening. Nobody, nobody should have children listening to this show, by the way. You should be able to handle the bad language. Katie Cork in Jeopardy over GOP program comments. So, in a short, Katie Katie Cork looks like she's going to lose her Jeopardy gig because she called, uh, you know, so many uh, – uh, Conservatives, deplorable. Here it is. There are concerns about Katie Cork as a guest host of Jeopardy after her condescending elitist remarks that GOP and Trump supporters should be deprogrammed. That's right. She wants you and me deprogrammed. Days after Jeopardy producers announced Katie Cork would be the guest presenter of the ABC show, uh, following the death of beloved host Alex Trebek, she went on Bill Maher's show and backed Trump's impeachment and Twitter ban. The former Today host told Maher on January 15th of, of Of GOP congressmen, It's really bizarre, isn't it? When you think about how AWOL, so many of these members of commerce have gotten, but I also think some of them are believing the garbage that they're being fed 24-7 on the internet by their constituents, and they bought into this big lie. And the question is, how are we going to really almost deprogram these people who have signed up for the cult of Trump? Ooh, that was pretty nasty. Deprogrammed cult of Trump. Ooh. But in the article, it goes on Jeopardy viewers are quite a traditional bunch, and there's fears she might be too polarizing after this. <laughs> At the very least, she already appears to have ruled herself out of becoming the permanent host of the show. See, Katie Cork is an idiot. She's an absolute idiot. She's got money, so she doesn't really need the gig. But I guess she wants the gig because she wants more money. Who knows? Maybe she blew all of her money on hookers and blow. I don't know. I have no idea. But you know, uh, the, you never know what people do with their money. Many people who become rich become poor. So maybe she needs the money. She, but she's not gonna get it now because she thinks she's so right in everything she does that she can belittle you. Say you followed the cult of Trump and you need to be deprogrammed. Well. Karma's a bitch, Katie, because you just lost a gig that was going to pay in. And thank goodness, because who wants to? I mean, I don't watch game shows, but I mean, who would want to watch her in that role? But how do you, you know, this is what I don't get about entertainers is there. There are two audiences out there the right and the left. All right, let's just put it out as it is, right? If Trump got 75 million votes and Biden got 81 million votes, there's not a lot in between there. Those numbers are pretty close. You got a lot of people on one side, you got a lot of people on the other side. Shut up and act or shut up and sing or shut up and play. Just shut up. All right, thank you for listening to this uh, show the PBL podcast, politics, and brown liquor again. Please do follow us on our social media. I am still on Twitter as long as they'll allow it. I'm ha- I, I have a lot of fun on Twitter. It's a garbage platform because there are garbage people on there. I mean, the vitriol from the left on Twitter is just amazing, but it's also where I have the most fun. So you can watch me interact with these useful idiots. Uh, we also are on Facebook, but really thinking about just deactivating Facebook. Just cannot stand. Facebook, but I'll post the shows. I don't do much on Facebook, and I just got on Telegram, so do check us out on Telegram. I'll be posting my show notes on Telegram, so please subscribe to that. And when I post articles, that is generally what I'm going to be talking about on the show. That's what I do Twitter, and Telegram's an easier platform for me to categorize and catalog the topics I'm going to talk about. So, again, the handle is the PBL podcast for Telegram and Twitter as well. And we'll monitor some of the other social media companies that are moving up because there's a void out there now. Twitter has purged. Gosh, it's gotta be going on 35, 40% now. I mean, the purge is continuing on Twitter. I still lose a couple of hundred a day. I gain a couple of hundred a day, but I lose a couple of hundred a day. Uh and Facebook is having the same thing. People are starting to say that all right, enough is enough of big tech. And their censorship, we're looking for alternatives and those alternatives are popping up. But be careful because you don't want to get burned by a, a fake alternative. And I'm going to give you one last thing and we'll end the show. There was, I'm sorry, I just thought of this. There was a a, a story that came out that... Um, Uh, Trump may have registered the Patriot Party, and that is just not true. It was some guy in Georgia who registered the Patriot Party using Trump's name. It is not Trump. Trump has come out and said that he uh, will continue to work within the Republican Party to primary uh, establishment Republicans to put in conservatives there. So I just wanted to get that out. Don't get sucked into a lot of this stuff that's coming out because emotions are running high right now. So stay diligent. Do your due diligence. Dig, dig, dig. Again, it goes with what I've been saying for a while. Something I learned from Neil Bortz, who was a masterful host of the radio show, the uh, Neil Bortz show. He was the talk master. Uh, if you are familiar with him, he was a talk master for a reason. Only believe. What you know to be true, or you have verified for yourself. Thanks for listening to this segment of the PBL Podcast Politics and Brown, the